What's going on, you guys? It's Keith Newman from the Mindset Mastery Podcast. Level up your frame of mind. I'm here today with my great friend, Jeremy Schmidt, on Zenfulness Podcast. You guys, we're just going to give you a little something, something, a little, little chat. Um, me, me and Jeremy, we always go back and forth, and we wanted to share something with you. Um, so without further ado, let's just jump into it. Mr. Jeremy, thank you for having me, my friend. No worries, man. Thank you for being here. So in this podcast episode, we're going to keep it pretty random. We're just going to maybe ramble a bit, talk about some stuff, try and go deep and just see what happens. So uh, where should we start, Keith? Ah, dude, let's start. Let's start in the beginning. Like what, what is a fixed mindset? Because I know that myself, I had a fixed mindset. My, I'm, like I'm 23. I had a fixed mindset for the first 21 years of my life. Right. So and I know that you had something similar to that. So why don't you start off with sharing your experience with a fixed mindset and I'll go after. Okay. So I guess my experience with a fixed mindset, actually, before we dive into this, I'm going to talk about what a fixed mindset is. And that's when you think your intelligence, your skills and your talents are static. So whatever you were born with, you were just born with that. There's no way to change that. Whatever you got, you just got. And for me, I guess my experience is I really started to learn about this during university because I started to struggle a lot. And I, and I would get these test scores back that I wasn't happy with. And I literally thought my intelligence, I lost it. I lost this trait. I used to like go home and be like, what, what happened? My, my first year to this year, like, what did I lose? Right? And the problem with that is I had a fixed mindset. I didn't realize I actually didn't know how to learn. I didn't know how to improve or to get better, or to grow. I didn't know how to deal with failures and setbacks. And um, realistically, when you do have a fixed mindset, a lot of the time is you want to like look smart. You want to assume like you want to maintain the image of what you have because if you don't have that, then it's it's kind of gone. Like I don't yeah, know. Like, like everyone wants to feel premium, exclusive. You know what I mean? Like if everyone had the opportunity, everyone would have like that top tier, especially in mindset and self-representation. You know, when, when we're portraying ourselves in public, like your physical image, your mental image that you're portraying to the world, you know, we all want it to be world class, right? So it's like w- when it's not living up to your expectations of yourself, you know, you can blame things like the brain you were born with or the childhood you were, you were given, mm. um, your education, like maybe you always flunked math and you're like, oh my God, I'm just not good at math. I'll never be good at math, right? Mm. And that's your self-representation. So it's like, okay, how do you go from a fixed mindset of like, okay, I'm not good at math. I can never be good at math to, okay, I might not be good at math now, but I can grow and learn and become world-class mathematics, right? But, but that's interesting you shared that because, like, you know, I've watched you grow. You know, we've been friends since six years old. Yes, yeah, um, the beginning, the playing Lord of the Rings. Playing Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember, you know, around your first year, second year, it's when you started, you know, really getting into fitness, you know, and I watched you go, you know, have your ups and downs, but it, it was crazy to watch you go from, like, a state where you're like, okay, I, I'm this, you know, I, I play computer games and I'm like geeking out <laughs> to like, okay, I can shape and sculpt my body and mind into into whatever it is that, that you want, mm-hmm. right? And part of that too is I think there's so much value you can learn from video games. 
It's, <laughs> it sounds weird, but it's so true. Like playing, I, I, growing up, uh, me and Keith, we played a little bit of like a lot of World of Warcraft. Not, I was gonna say a little bit here, but we played a lot. A lot. <laughs> and uh, it's crazy to think about this, but World of Warcraft represents life so well. <laughs> like you're in this world, you have like you have a gold system, you have these talents and abilities and these different relationships and friends, you have level these, up. you get to level up, you have these quests you have to go on and adventures. It's it's literally it's literally life. Right? And the same thing, instead of playing this computer guy and like leveling him up in the game, why don't you do the same thing with your life? Mm-hmm. Like you are the character. You have these talents, skills and abilities and they're not fixed. You the more you work on them, the more you build things the more they grow, like, and I don't know, like, the... Well, it's funny you say that because I think a lot of people, even when they've adapted a growth mindset, they limit what they can grow, Mm. right? Jeremy, you you, you know this about me. When I was younger, I was, like, like super negative, you know? I blame my environment. Everyone, like, my family was somewhat negative, um... I didn't have a lot of influence in my life, and so I was negative. You know, I was, you know, not a nice person. And But you also as, were grinding, too. Like, well, no, I'm talking about when I was really young. When I was really, really young. Like, you know, middle school, stuff like that, right? And as I exposed myself to new things, I became more positive. But I still believed that, not necessarily that I was a negative person, but that I would never be, like, that happy-go-lucky, super cheerful person, mm-hmm. right? But over time, especially once I unlocked you know, the the knowledge that I can grow, not just my intelligence or, like, my physical body, but also, like, my outlook, my positivity. Like, any any trait that you have as a human being can be improved. Like, if you want to improve your mental clarity, if you want to improve your habits, if you want to improve, like, anything that, that you're deficient in as a human being can be improved through repetition and, mm-hmm. like, effort. So it's, like... Wherever you're lacking, if you just go all in and put in the hard work, you will be better. And the thing is, the beautiful thing about growth is you're never finished. Like, we all have capacities that we can improve. Like, I like this quote. It's like, the day you stop learning or growing is the day you basically die. Like, because you're no longer growing. Like, humans are made to, to climb mountains and explore and, you know, create and it's just a beautiful thing that we can all like even in our in our old age mm. you know if we, if we take care of our mind and our soul and our spirit and our body you know we can continue to to give to the world give that energy to receive fulfillment um and just make an impact and be incredibly happy every step of the way like i want to be you know on my final day still happy still loving and still giving right and, and i think that's the ultimate aspiration Right, it's just lifelong fulfillment, like no regrets. Just like every every day is a representation of your life, right? So it's like your days are your weeks, your weeks are your months, your months are your years, your years are your decades, and your decades are your life, right? So it's like, okay, how can I make today the best, and how many like good days can I have that that represent me? Like a good day to me is like living up to what I know I'm possible is possible for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, am, am I doing everything, not that's productive or valuable to, to other people, like even if for me, 
being super positive and happy is the only thing that I would strive. It's not. But if that's what I was looking for the most out of my life, all I would have to do is live that every day, right? But obviously human beings, we're so much more than that. Like, we are creators of life, love, and not our destinies, right? It's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So I guess essentially what you're saying is carving your own destiny. Carving your path and always finding ways to challenge yourself and and to grow. I I think, Keith, you're talking about, like, that's, it's a symbol of growth. Mm. Where at whatever stage of life you're at, you're always growing yourself and, like, sharing yourself, trying to become something better. Um, Like you said that quote, if you're not growing, you're dying. And I think it's so true. I know when with me, like, whenever I get, like, lower depressed, it's usually because I'm not growing because I'm... I, I've gotten too used to the system. Mm. You know, like let's say I'm working at, at the job and in, at my job and it gets really repetitive and I stop doing any of the workout stuff and the blog stuff. It just, it's just, you live every single day like the same day as the last and it just gets really, really repetitive and you get used to it. But at the same time, I think why it, it could be bad for you is if you're not using that energy to, because you, you can use consistency and repetition in a good way too. Right. If you're using that to, you know, create your path or to do the things that will progress you ahead towards where you want to be, then you it, every day is almost like a new day. Mm. Every day is something new and a totally. new thing. And even if you're doing exactly the same thing, you feel good because in the big picture, it's part of the journey. Mm. And I, but I also think that like habits are so incredibly important. Like we are habitual creatures. We've survived through habits, right? But just like working out in the gym if you do the same workout every day eventually you'll plateau mm-hmm. so you want to be able to be malleable be able to pivot right because growth it changes how it looks as you grow right so that's one thing that actually that's actually that's a good one Dak. <laughs> I didn't think about that actually yeah. it's true so true yeah because what what grew you one day might not grow you the next mm-hmm. right so and and it might not be different it might just be bigger dude add more weight onto your reps you know do more sits or just like you know expose yourself to new things you know add different types of exercises maybe you need to put in some cardio maybe throw in some deadlifts or squats or something you know and and that can be applied in any aspect of your life dude maybe you need to apply a different type of book or throw in podcasts or go visit a new place, meet new people. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's a massive, expansive world that you have to constantly be adding new things because your world filter can not become fully set, but somewhat like sedative, right? So you have to be adding new things to to, to the potion that is your your thought process, right? Constantly adding new things, new ingredients, so that you can have a more well-rounded worldview, which is your filter, which you view the world through and how you think, right? But I think the one key... Actually, we should talk more about that, like how your inner world is such a good reflection of your outer world. Totally. And I mean, what I wanted to elaborate on just now is the key to having a growth mindset is self-awareness, right? So before you have a growth mindset, you're fixed, you have to figure out, okay, what do I want to improve? Right. But also along the journey, you need self-awareness because when you're in somewhere like plateauing, Mm -hmm. you're doing the same thing. 
where you used to grow, now you're not. It's like, okay, I need to be aware. You need to be reflective. Take, take a step back and be observant. Okay, what can I change? What can I add? What can I do better to be better, right? Mm. But, but totally, I, I definitely want to elaborate on that. So it's like, dude, your inner world is your out, like reflects your outer world, right? Um, I, I kind of had an epiphany this morning, you know. I know a lot of people in life will have something pop up. They'll be like, okay, like, oh, I just lost my car. Oh, you know, I can't pay my, my rent or I lost my job. Yeah. Like my world is ruined. But it's like your world is actually just your mind, right? As long as you have that, your world, it's not possible for it to be ruined. Like there's people with, without like major like physical disabilities, you know, they have nothing. People who don't even have some of the most like biggest necessities of life but they can still be filled with joy and happiness and fulfillment. So it's like, okay, what? What's the difference there? What's the difference between somebody who's rich and has everything they've ever wanted, but they're still not fulfilled because they're not self-aware enough to know like the direction or what, what they truly need. Like when I, when I say they have everything they need, it might be like physically, but they don't have everything they need mentally, right? Oh, okay. And, and that's true because I think that the mental world, especially now, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to build because those are things you can't go out and buy, mm-hmm. right? It's, those are things that are worked on in private when no one else is there. And right? there's no instant gratification for mm-hmm. learning. And also another thing, too, is there's no necessarily step-by-step process there, yeah. right? Like, and that's crazy, too, because sometimes our thoughts and the things going on in our head could be, like, extreme. Like, you never, like, they could be just outrageous. You know, you don't really know what's going on. You could be like, oh, why am I having these thoughts? Like, this is so strange. But if you can't, like, you have to be able to kind of absorb them, conquer them, um, really step back from them and realize that they're not necessarily part of you. It's just what you're experiencing right totally. then. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think a, a huge thing that's happened to me and when I, whenever I struggle with this is I can't separate myself from the thoughts I'm having. Mm. And then let's say they're negative thoughts, right? Like I'm doubting myself or all this stuff. It just consumes me. And then it's like, okay, I have a, I have a bad day. I have a negative day because I can't, but there's actually distinction there. Like you could be experiencing like negative thoughts, all these things, but you have to separate who you are from totally. them. Literally, it's a matter of like, owning your emotion because emotion is literally just you know chemical chemicals firing in your brain if you take a step back why am i feeling like this mm-hmm. like would my optimal self be feeling like this but would it think, be reacting like this i think that ability though that's almost like a muscle it's like it's a muscle you, totally you need to work that out you need to work out that like, like it's like the hordes the gate it's like you drop the gate and you're like okay like I'm going to let these emotions affect me and then I'm not going to let these emotions affect me. I'm going to let these thoughts influence my day. I'm not going to let those thoughts influence my day. Totally. Like, but that, that little switch, that little decision maker there, that awareness, yeah. it's, that awareness is, is a muscle and, and it's, it needs to be worked on. Yeah, totally. And, and one thing I found is that, you know, it is a muscle and that at the end of the day, everyone is like more irritable whether they notice it or not because... Their, their muscle has been used. So it's like strengthening it, making it strong so that, you know, by the time you get to the end of the day, you know, if, if your boss or something is, is yelling at you, like the other day, you know, I, I had a, 
necessarily a disagreement, but somebody was, you know, expressing mm-hmm. their feeling towards me. And, and I know that myself five years ago would have let that impact me for the rest of the day. And e- even when it was being directed straight at me, it completely was deflected from my emotional well-being. Like I was like, I walked away from it feeling just as positive as I had gone into it. So it's like, okay, I've, I've, I've built that over time. Because even a year ago, even though I'm, I was stronger, mm. it still might have impacted me a bit. And I'm not saying I'm indestructible. It's impossible to, be, to get there. Mm-hmm. But there's always levels of growth to achieve. But it's like, okay, now I can just deflect. I don't have to own it, right? This is being directed at me. But it's not me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to own that as myself. If somebody calls me stupid. I don't have to own that. I don't have to own that as mine. I can just like put it down. Like, if you're feeling inadequate, oh, I'm dumb because people told you you're dumb. Dude, just put it down. You don't have to own that. Mm, and also part of it, too, is, like, you just don't have really the energy to get mad at that person, too. Like, yeah. let's say someone's trying to get under your skin. Before, you, you, you either can stand there, take the attention, and just take it. Or you could take that energy and just, like, fuel it into something else. Mm. You see what I mean? So, like, a good example of this is I was working with someone maybe about a couple of weeks ago. And this person is just naturally a negative person. Like, uh, people at the workplace don't really want to... Naturally a negative person? Well, not naturally a negative person, but just <laughs> she's, like, she's a little bit negative. Yeah. Right? And, but I, you could sit there and just get angry whenever she's negative and just, you know, take that energy and just be, be mad. Or you could, like, you know, just realize, okay, maybe this person doesn't have the... Uh, the awareness. The awareness or, like, maybe, she, like... And it's it was weird too because some of the things that would stress this person out were just really really light things like someone, like if let's say you spill coffee or you spill a drink, right? This person would go nuts, yeah. right? But instead of just going nuts when you spill a coffee, you know, just, just like clean it up. just clean it up and, and then like take that same energy, later. go to the gym or take that same energy, like use it towards studying because people don't. I notice this all the time and I I do it all the time too. Is I waste my energy on the wrong things. Mm. It's like. I don't realize, like, if you get mad over something or you get, like, you could waste, like, half your, you, you know, you ever get those feelings where you just get mad and half your energy is just lost for the day? Yeah. Yeah, it's well, like. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like. You, you dwell on it and, it and it boils up and kind of going back to what you were saying before, like, everything is mental. Mm-hmm. Like, everything in our world that is physical first started in the mind. So when you're thinking negatively all the time, Dude, negative things are going to manifest in your life, right? You're literally telling the universe that bad things happen to you. Oh, poor me. What was me? Bad stuff always happens to me. It's just my lot in life. Mm. And then guess what happens? I mean, everyone has negative stuff happen to them, but you're going to dwell on them. You're going to find them. You're going to go out of your way. To, because that's your that's self-identity. Your, yeah, it's, it's like an Instagram your, filter. It's your, like you put that filter up, it's like everything in your feed is like... Dude, you literally identify yourself <laughs> as a victim and then like victim mentality and then things start happening to you and then you'll actually go out of your way to make sure that you stay a victim mm-hmm. because that's what you are, are identifying with, right? So dude, scrap that thought, man. Why would you like go out of your way to be negative? Dude, go out of your way to be positive. Right? Instead of being a victim, say, okay, how can I take responsibility for this and change it? Right? Oh, you know, I like I keep failing my tests. I'm dumb. No. 
I keep failing my tests. How can I take responsibility to do better next time and learn and, and figure out what I'm missing, mm-hmm. right? Or, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not doing great at my job. It's because my boss hates me. Oh, I hate my job. It's so boring. Okay, how can you take responsibility and, and engage at a higher level? Or how can I take responsibility and find a job that's more engaging, that, that fulfills me more, mm-hmm. right? Because I know that, you know, as people get stuck in habits, you know, you work at a job for five, ten years, it becomes a part of you, you identify with it, right? But you're not happy with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you going to settle for that? Or, or how can you change that, take responsibility for it, right? Okay, I've been doing this job, it's not fulfilling me. What do I do to change it to be more happy, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's a huge paradigm shift too. Go, keep going from you're not in control to you, you are in control, right? And that's almost the essence of a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And a good example of that was, that example at the job, like your boss is, is being a dick and then you either could, you know, say, okay, my boss is just mean or I can improve myself or I, there's a reason behind why this is happening. You know, there's two sides. You could say like, because in the, in the first side, you're giving your boss 100% control. You see what I mean? And then the second side, the control's on you. Totally. And I love, I love this example, like late people. We're always late. I was oh, late I'm, today, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm late. I'm late for work because of the traffic, because of the train. Oh, it was snowy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, blah 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 blah. But it's like, dude, how many people use that as an excuse? Or you could take responsibility. I was late today because I didn't prepare. Um, I didn't, you know, look at the weather last night. I didn't expect the. I, you know, I didn't give myself enough time to leave earlier. You know what I mean? Because a person who takes responsibility for their actions and values being on time will never be late. Mm. You know what I mean? They'll go out of their way. And obviously, circumstance can, can happen. Mm. You know, you, you go to the airport and your flight is completely canceled. I mean, there's no way around that. But it happens less and less as you take more and more responsibility. Right? So just taking responsibility for your actions. Like, like for me... From somebody's a regular person's perspective, I'm a regular person, but like from a standard perspective of a normal person, I like to take responsibility for things that like a, that aren't truly like my cause. But I take responsibility for them because they're part of my life. Because if I don't take responsibility for it, I'm giving control over to circumstance. And I want to be in control of my life. I want to be in control. So I always take responsibility for everything, even if, like, like, like everything. Take responsibility for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody messes up, you know, and you're a leader, dude, that was your fault. You, you could have put them in a better position to win. Actually, there's a great quote about that. It says, um, for a true leader, when your team has success, it's everyone's victory, right? But when your team, team takes a loss, it's your fault. Yeah. And that's essentially, it just comes down to responsibility. Totally, dude. Honestly, I, don't know. I'm, I'm, I think that was a good vibe, man. I don't, I don't know how to elaborate on this more, I think. Okay. I think that was good. Honestly, you guys, I hope you got a ton of value from this. <laughs> you're you're dude, this, it? This, this, was, this was good, so you're man. you're wrapping it? Let's wrap it, man. Let's wrap it. Okay, um, okay well, let's wrap it together. 
Uh, all right, so this one was a little bit random, um, just kind of random. Like, we, had, we didn't have a topic here. <laughs> I think it was all about growth mindset and fixed mindset. I, I, I liked it because we were able to share stories, and I think, you know, humans have communicated for thousands of years through stories. So I'm glad you guys were able to, to take this in, allow us to share our stories with you, you know, our outlooks, and hopefully you can add some of this to, to your world filter, to your lens, and hopefully you can see the world a little bit brighter. All right, guys, you heard it here at Keith Newman from the Mindset Mastery Podcast. Yo, Fitch Schmidt, sent from this. <laughs> <laughs>